Good evening. It's time again for another edition of Spinning Singles. This is Todd. And a very busy weekend, so I'm just getting to be able to update this for you now. And we uh, left off in August of 1983. Um, I believe it was close to being the last week of August. And that's what we're going to talk about on the Billboard charts, uh, the week of August 27th, 1983. And the first song I want to talk about came in at number 38. And um, one of my favorite songs by this artist is by George Benson. It's called Lady Love Me, in parentheses, one more time. It's a great, great record on the Warner Brothers label from the album In Your Eyes. And it came in at 38. We go to number 30 nationally. It did get quite a bit of airplay around this area. And um, very good song. One of his best, I think. And I do hear it from time to time. Uh, no picture sleeve with this one. And... Um, it's about a three to four dollar record, not really expensive, but just a great song all around. And that's George Benson, Lady Love Me. And the last song I'm going to talk about for that week in the top 40 came in at number 39. It was a um, hit by the Little River Band who hadn't had a hit in a while. And this one was called You're Driving Me Out of My Mind. And that's a long title for a song. But it came in at 39 and would only go to 35. So it didn't spend a lot of time in the top 40. Um, and it was on the Capitol label for them. By now, they had switched to the black label with the color band around the outside. And it was from the album The Net. And the Little River Band did have a picture sleeve with this one. Kind of an interesting picture sleeve. It shows a net on the front with a like a crow in front of it and the same on the back. So the picture sleeve in the record is probably about a 3 to $4 record. Not hard to find. And not one you hear on the radio much at all either. I didn't hear it a lot when it was out. It wasn't a huge hit. But that's the Little River Band with You're Driving Me Out of My Mind. And the only other song I'm going to talk about for that week of August 27, 1983, is another single by Jim Capaldi. And he had had um, one in the top 40 called That's Love not too long ago. And this one's called Living on the Edge. And it's on Atlantic. And it's from his album, Fierce Heart, which is the same album that That's Love is on. Came in at 89, would only go to 75 nationally. So uh, did not get very high at all. I was really disappointed it didn't become a bigger hit. They played it a lot around here, a lot in the fact that I thought it would be even a top 40 hit. They played it so much. But it's a great sounding song. It's called Living on the Edge by Jim Capaldi. If you've never heard it, I highly recommend it. And it's about a 3 to $4 record, not expensive, on the Red Atlantic label with no picture sleeve. Which brings us to the first week in September of 1983. We're moving into fall time. And for that week, there were five songs to come in the top 40 that week. And the first one being coming in at 34, jumping up 10 positions, was the first top 40 solo hit for Robert Plant. And Robert Plant, of course, was one of the members of Led Zeppelin. And by then, he had gone solo. And this song is called Big Log. And it was a rather long song, over five minutes, which is long for a 45. It's from his album, The Principle of Moments. And it did have a picture sleeve. And the picture sleeve just shows, um, I believe, him standing in front of a gate with some um, kind of photography trickery there. And uh, like a design on the back. Um, because it's Robert Plant, he does have some value. So I'd say with the picture sleeve and the record, 
It's probably around $10 because of his involvement with Led Zeppelin. And it was a song that got a ton of airplay on album rock stations, and it did cross over and went to number 20. So I think it was his biggest solo effort on the top 40 was his first, and that's Big Log with Robert Plant. Next song I'm going to talk about was a cover. And the original group that did this song was back in the 60s, and they were called The Zombies. And they did a song called Tell or No. And that was a top 40 hit. And this one was a cover by Juice Newton. And it was also a top 40 hit. Came in at 35, would go to 27. And by then, Juice Newton was winding down. Um, she had a big string of hits, uh, country crossovers. And this one was more of a pop uh, crossover kind of sound. It was on the Capitol label, the same as the Little River Band and um, from 83. And it does have a picture sleeve, and it shows her on the cover holding up something that blocks half her face. I'm not sure what that is. And the same on the album. But um, that's Juice Newton, Tell Her No. And the one that got a little bit of an airplay, uh, not a whole lot. And it's probably about a $5 record with the picture sleeve. Next song to come in was a duet, which we hadn't had too many of. Them. We're actually going to talk about two of them this time. But this is the first one to come in at 38, and it was by Peebo Bryson and Roberta Flack. And Roberta Flack had been around a long time, had a lot of big hits in the 70s. And this time she teamed up with Peebo, and they had a ballad called Tonight I Celebrate My Love. A very nice-sounding ballad. Came in at 38, would go to 16 nationally, so it was a pretty decent hit for them. Also on the Capitol label, ton of stuff charting for Capitol. And they had an album called Peebo and Roberta, and that's what this is from. And this one also had a picture sleeve. And the picture sleeve is black with just their names on the cover and on the back as well. And like I said, it's on the Capitol label, the same as Juice Newton and the Little River Band. And the next song I'm going to talk about was a song by the Talking Heads, probably one of their most famous ones. And it's called Burning Down the House. It got a ton of airplay. Um, it's from Speaking in Tongues, and that's the album. And it did have a picture sleeve, and it's on the Sire label. It came in at 39, would go to top 10. It would make number nine nationally. So it got a ton of airplay. Um, one of my favorites I would play when I was DJing a lot. And um, Talking Heads always have some value. I'd say it's about a $15 record if you can find the sleeve and the record together in good shape. And it's Burning Down the House by the Talking Heads. And the last song to come in that week just squeaked in at number 40 and spent two weeks there and then fell out. Surprise, the song even charted and got as high as it did. It was from Paul Anka, who hadn't had a hit in the top 40 since 1978. So it had been about five years. And this was called Hold Me Till the Morning Comes. And I believe the reason this got as high as it did, because it also had Peter Cetera singing on it, and, of course, he was from Chicago. So you can definitely hear him in this song. But it's a definitely good song by Paul. It's on the Columbia label, and it did have a picture sleeve. And like I said, got to number 40 for a couple weeks, and that's as high as it got, and then disappeared. I did not hear it a lot on the radio. Um, the sleeve is probably harder to find than the record. Refresh my voice here. Sleeve, I'd say, is probably a $5 sleeve if you can find it. And the record probably two to three dollars so and like i said on the columbia label for paul anka which brings us to the next week in september of 1983 and it was dated the 10th and we are moving right along there were three songs that entered in the top 40 that week and there's three songs on the hot 100 i'm going to talk about 
And the first one is the only number one song we're going to talk about this time. It happens to be another duet. And uh, all I can say is it was just a huge, huge song for both people. And I'm talking about Islands in the Stream by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Just big, big, big. It came in at 34. We're going to number one for two weeks. Yes, it was a country pairing, but it's one of the biggest that crossed over, and it did hit number one. Very sing-along song. It was all over the place on the radio. It was on the RCA label. It did have a picture sleeve and shows them, Kenny, Kenny and Dolly, both smiling on the cover. And it's from Kenny's album, Eyes That See in the Dark. Great song. And a couple notes about Dolly Parton recently. Uh, Record Store Day was about three weeks ago, and she released a comp of all her monument stuff that had never been released on album. Most of it was on 45 only. And back in the early 60s, when she was first getting started, she started with a little girl group sound and some rock and roll sound. So a lot of these rare records are on this comp. So I just got that, and that's really cool. And I just found out she's putting out her very first rock album, if you can believe it, uh, Dolly Parton on a rock album. Yep, she's doing it. And the first single is called World on Fire. And I've heard it once. It's not a bad effort from her. I don't know if it's going to chart or not. Um, the charts are always a week or two behind when I hear about stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if she puts this song on the Hot 100. Anyway, back to uh, September 10th, 1983. And the next song I'm going to talk about, it came in at 37, would go to number nine, just like the Talking Heads, a big, big hit for Sheena Easton. And this is probably one of her biggest. It's called Telephone. And in parentheses, long distance love affair from her album Best Kept Secret on the EMI label, which is the kind of whitish grayish label. And Sheena had a picture sleeve, and it shows her on the cover with a shadow of her next to her. And a picture of the album, I believe, on the back with her in a dress kind of sitting down. But it was very upbeat. Again, a record that I heard everywhere, and it was a big, big hit. I just remember hearing it a lot. And because of that, it's not a valuable record. I'd say probably $3 or $4 with the picture sleeve. And that Sheena Easton telephone. Um, next song to come in was probably their biggest hit. And I'm talking about The Fix. And this is called One Thing Leads to Another. And it came in at 38. We'll go to number four nationally. So it was a big, big hit for them as well. And I just remember this song of Burning Down the House being played all the time at the same time. And this song was from the album Reach the Beach and um, on the MCA label. That was the label for the fix. And it did have a picture sleeve and it shows them on the cover at the beach. And um, actually a cover of a picture of the album on the back. And the picture sleeve in the record, because it was such a big hit, not a lot of value, 3 to $4. But again, we heard this record all over the place and you still hear it today when you think of the fix. This is probably their signature song, One Thing Leads to Another. So that brings us to the Hot 100 for that week, uh, September 10th, 1983. And the three songs I want to talk about, first one is by Herbie Hancock. And this was an instrumental. It was called Rocket. Got a ton of airplay, been sampled a lot throughout the years. But this is the original from his album Future Shock on Columbia. It would come in at 86 and would go to 71. So it did cross over, but it sold a lot of copies. A lot bigger hit on the R&B charts. And yes, you heard it a lot. And um, over the years, it's been sampled. Very recognizable instrumental funk record called Rocket by Herbie Hancock. Probably about a $10 record now because the original is getting harder to find. And it's on Columbia with no picture sleeve. Next two songs I'm going to talk about are um, country records that crossed over, but they didn't get very high. And you can tell that country is starting to really wane 
um, on the Hot 100. It used to be a lot bigger on crossover, but these two songs did not make it very high. First one is called by Crystal Gale called Baby, What About You? Great, great song for her. Big hit on the country charts. But it came in at 88, would only make it to 83 on the Hot 100. From her album, True Love on Warner Brothers. And no picture sleeve. And the record's probably a 2 to $3 record. Great song by her if you've never heard it. And the last song I'm going to talk about that week came in at number 90. And it was the last appearance on the Hot 100 for Eddie Rabbit, who had had a ton of hits up until this part, point. And it's called You Put the Beat in My Heart. It's from his Greatest Hits Volume 2 album on the Warner Brothers label. And came in at 90, would only go to 81. And that's as high as it got. And another good country song, but not very high on the Hot 100. And that brings us to September 17th, 1983. And there were five songs to come in the uh, top 40 and one in the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. First song to come in at number 36 um, was a follow-up to their song Come Dancing, and that's the 60s group The Kinks, so it had sort of a comeback at this point. It's called Don't Forget to Dance, and it's from their album State of Confusion on the Arista label with no picture sleeve. It would come in at 36 and would go to number 29 nationally. So it wasn't as huge as Come Dancing, also more of a ballad by them. And that's the kinks, Don't Forget to Dance. And so far, that's been their last top 40 hit um, to date. Next song we're going to talk about was by Prince, and he was very getting very big at the time. This came in at 37, would go to number eight nationally. It's called Delirious, very upbeat, danceable song by him. From the album 1999, and that's what it followed up was 1999. And the thing about this song was it was issued with a poster picture sleeve, which is kind of unusual. There are a few done, but this one was his first and his only poster picture sleeve. And um, it's got a poster of him, of course, but on the back of it folded just says Delirious. And because it's prints and a poster sleeve, it's probably worth about $20 to $25, just a sleeve, because it was only released in the very first run. And the single itself is probably worth $5 to $10. So if you have it in good shape, you have something there, and that's Prince Delirious with the poster sleeve. Next song to come in at number 38 was the follow-up to Our House by Madness. It's another song by them called It Must Be Love. And it came in at 38, would go to number 33 nationally. That's as high as it got. It's on the Geffen label. From their album Madness, that's what it's called. It did have a picture sleeve, and it shows a picture of a locket on the cover with the group in the locket. And a picture of a little 45 player on the back, which is kind of cool. And the picture sleeve is a lot harder to find than the record. Picture sleeve, I'd say, is probably a $7 sleeve, $7 to $8. And the record itself is probably only 3 to 4 did not get a ton of airplay around here because it uh, didn't get very high in the charts, but you hear it occasionally. And that's Madness, It Must Be Love. Next song I'm going to talk about was another M group, and that's the Moody Blues. And at this point, they had been around a long, long time since the 60s, kind of like the Kinks. And this was called Sitting at the Wheel. Um, very upbeat song on the Threshold um, label, I should say. And that was their label at the time. And um, it was from the album The Present and came in at 39, would go to 27. So it was a uh, medium hit for them, but a great upbeat song. Uh, one I wish it would have gotten a lot higher because it's one of my favorites by them. And um, probably about a $5 record if you can find the sleeve with it. And that's Sitting at the Wheel by the Moody Blues. And one more M artist. There were three in a row. And this one was by the Motels. 
And it came in at number 40 and would go to number nine. So it was probably one of their biggest hits. And you guessed it, it's on that Capitol label, the black Capitol label with the color band. So there were a ton of songs on this label. And it was from the album Little Robbers. And it does have a picture sleeve and it shows Martha Davis on the cover with a bunch of other figures in the background and the same picture on the back. Um, got a ton of airplay around here suddenly last summer and um, kind of the end of summer when this song hit. But uh, probably about a 3 to $4 record for the motels. And it came in at 40 and went to number nine. And the last song I'm going to talk about for this edition of Spinning Singles was actually a reissue of a very big song. And it was from a movie. And if you remember back in 83, the movie Risky Business came out. And it had Tom Cruise in it. And it was a huge, huge hit. And one of the main songs that he danced to in this movie in the living room was Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. And it got so much attention and so much airplay, they reissued it. And originally it came out in 79 and went to number 28. Well, this time it came in at 89, would only go to 48. It did not make the top 40, but it did get a ton of airplay and it still gets an airplay. And guess what label it was on? It was on that Capitol label again with the black and the color band. I can't believe there's so many of these that charted uh, in a short period of time. But it actually says on the label that it's from Risky Business. And originally it was from Stranger in Town. Uh, that's the uh, album it was originally from. And the picture sleeve shows him on the cover and a picture of Tom Cruise on the back, which is kind of cool. And I'd say because it's a reissue, it doesn't have a lot of value. I'd say it's probably about a $5 record with the picture sleeve and the record itself. And that should be enough for this edition of Spinning Singles. And this is Todd. And guess what? We're going to pick it up with the uh, last couple of weeks in September of 1983 next week. Talk to you then.